This is Cats Today. This is Cats Today for a Monday, August the 30th, 2021. Happy birthday to my dad. It is his birthday today, and I wanted to make sure I wished him a happy birthday. Uh, so, Dad, if you're listening, a happy birthday. This counts as a phone call. Uh, for today. Uh, we got a great show coming up. Of course, this is our first ever Ticats today uh, where we get to talk about a win because the Ticats were victorious 27 to 10 against the Montreal Alouettes on Friday night. A big win overall just dominated on all aspects of the game uh, and lots to get to to, uh, to break down this one down. Uh, we're going to be joined by Coach John Salavantis, of course, Coach Sal, former offensive line coach for the uh, the Ticats and a legendary broadcaster in his own right. Uh, he's going to be stopping by, get his thoughts on uh, on Friday night's game. Uh, in just a few moments here, we're going to hear from uh, Frankie Williams. We'll hear from Sean Thomas Erlington and uh, Dane Evans. Uh, Dane Evans had a, a quietly uh, effective game, 15 of 22 for 183 yards and two touchdowns, uh, but he got the job done. He got the win, and here's what he had to say after the game on Friday night. It was a great team win, man. We knew it was going to be a physical game. Don't get it twisted. Montreal is a great team, man. I mean, we came here. We knew what our job was. It was a business trip. We treated it as such. Um, it was a complete game. We got some turnovers. We didn't turn the ball over. We had still too many penalties. But, uh, hey, we got the win. We'll, we'll be able to learn from it. It's a lot easier to learn when you win. And uh, we're just happy and thankful to get this W. Yep. And that's why, you know, that's why he was special teams player of the year last year. And uh, we need that from him. I know he's busting his butt over there on defense, too. And he's a freaking great corner, too. I mean, you saw that tonight. Yeah. Um, but when he can do that, man, it just it gives us a shot in the arm, you know. And we talk about it all the time. If we can get a short porch, we know we got points. We trust our kickers. We had a couple missed tonight. Um, one was definitely a bad hold, completely my fault. Um, but other than that, I, if we can get a short porch, we feel really confident we're going to be able to get some sort of points. And uh, that's what happened. Yeah, exactly. We definitely, you know, we try to get into a game with no sacks. Obviously, that's a goal. It's a lofty goal, but it's our goal. And uh, that's what I was most proud with, proud of tonight. The O-line had their best week of practice, you know, this week. Um, obviously, six sacks, you're like, what are you talking about with a good week? But exactly what you said. Nobody hung their head. It was a next play mentality. That's going to happen. Montreal's a great team. They have a great D-line. Um, you know, they get paid too. So they there's players making plays, and I love how we responded to it. And uh, exactly what you said, we were able to sprinkle in some run and pass. I thought Tommy was really, really good tonight. And, uh, yeah, I mean, we got the W. Exactly. I mean, we talk about tie cap football all the time, and that's what it takes. I mean, we, we put a lot of time in on special teams during practice because we know how important it is to give us short porches for, for offense and also to give other teams long long fields whenever that time comes up too um so it was just great man it, it was really nice to see everybody firing and uh like i mean can't beat a w you know what i mean especially after the start we had um it was tough man we played two great teams and we played another great team tonight so we knew it was gonna be a physical game and we were ready for it that is dane evans quarterback for the hamilton tiger cats as he spoke after the Ticats 27 to 10 win over the Alouettes, of course, he had a, a good game. Sean Thomas Erlington had a great game as well, uh, with a highlight that I'm sure will uh, will live in Sports Center infamy for years to come. Uh, hurdling the Montreal defender for a big first down in the fourth quarter late, uh, he would finish the drive with a big touchdown as well, and uh, doing it all in front of his friends and family. The Montreal native spoke after the game. Here's what he had to say on Friday night. Obviously, a bit like you were saying, like getting that monkey off our back. It was pretty amazing. And the way we did it as a team, uh, putting points on the board as an offense, it just felt great. 
felt amazing. I think like a few drives back when I hopped over the, uh, the, the offensive line and defensive line, I think if I could have kept my feet, I could have maybe scored there. As I was thinking about uh, how I sort of missed that score and get, getting the chance to get the ball again and putting it in the end zone to, to secure the game. That was, that was great. It's amazing. We, know, we knew he had that in him. Just looking back at 2019, looking back at just the player he is, really. And uh, I think it was good on him, too. I think he was, he was eager to show that he still had it. And uh, obviously, give us a great position, great field position today. I think our mindset was just set on the next play. Like, whatever happened that same play, if it was a good play, a bad play, or just an average play, just had the... To, to how can I say that just come together and just focus on the next play coming a sack is a sack uh, I mean a tackle for loss is a tackle for loss we just got to move on to the next play and make sure we take advantage of uh, the plays that we can make uh, on that following play absolutely I feel like how when when on offense you you can distrib distribute the ball that in that way that basically everybody on the team on the offense is a is a weapon well it makes it easier for everybody and then everybody gets to have some fun Oh, it's going to be amazing. Uh, just after the after the game, going back in the, the locker room with the music, everybody dancing, everybody was happy. Just like I told Steve, like getting that monkey off our back, knowing that you're a team that, that is capable of winning, it's it just takes that, that whole weight off our shoulders. That is Sean Thomas Erlington after his 73-yard, uh, one-touchdown performance. Uh, great game from him as the Ticats victorious for the first time on Friday night. And, of course, he was our performer of the game on Tiger Cats postgame. Uh, Frankie Williams had himself one heck of a game uh, on defense, on kick returns. Uh, first of all, the, the first kick return of the game, taking it 49 yards to set the Ticats up in uh, just absolutely fantastic uh, field position. He also had a 67-yard punt return. So he finished with a total of 184 return yards. And then, oh yeah, on defense, he also had a tackle. He had an interception that he took back for 39 yards, and he had a knockdown. So Frankie Williams was our performer of the game on Tiger Cats postgame. Uh, no argument there. Uh, here's what he had to say after the big win. I think the, the guys blocking did an impeccable job. I think our front did a great job. Um, the back end had great eyes. We just kept working, and we finally got us a win. Things we harped on this week, just making yeah. sure we play top down, keep them bottled up. Uh, we know they're a big play, big play offensive team. They got a great run game, so we just wanted to make sure we limit those things, and we did a pretty good job today, came out with a win. I mean, it, it was important because it was our next game, but we've been taking things one day at a time, just making sure we be the best that we could be each day, make sure we do the little things, and then the rest will take care for itself. Uh, we started off slow, but we're starting to get it going now. Yeah, well, uh, special teams, we've been, we've been struggling. We've been going slow. Coach been working on getting us started. And uh, today, the guys did a great job blocking. Uh, we talk about catching the ones they throw you on defense, playing top down, lockdown, doing your job, uh, plus more. Um, that's really what it is, man, just buying in and, and continuing to work and harp on the things that Coach wants us to get better on. That is the 2019 Most Outstanding Special Teams Player. Frankie Williams, and uh, he's making a case that uh, he he should win the award again. Uh, great start to the season for him, and uh, great performance on Friday night as the Ticats are victorious. Uh, of course, we are one week away, one week away today of the Hamilton Tigercats returning to Tim Hortons Field, and I'm saying it with so much excitement in my voice because there is so much excitement, and uh, you know it, it is it's seven days from now. 
of course, the, the stadium right now, as I'm looking at it, still decked out in the orange, but uh, can't wait to see it decked out in, uh, in black and gold. And I uh, can't wait to see fans here. Can't wait for the atmosphere. And uh, I know I'll have goosebumps uh, when that team runs onto the field. But uh, make sure you're here. Go to tightcats.ca. Become a season seat member. Make sure you secure your ticket for next week's game. Uh, lots of good to talk about uh, when it comes to the victory for the Ticats, and I'm very pleased for the first time this season on Ticats today to be joined by my friend, Coach Sal, John Salvantis. Uh, Coach, uh, lots lots to take away, lots of, uh, lots of positives after a win like that. Well, it had to, Louie, because, you know, when you're 0-2, you don't want to go 0-3 going into Labor Day, that, that, that's a no-no. And the fact that, that your, uh, you know, your offense had not been clicking. And then uh, Evans comes into the ball game and, and excites the whole crowd uh, of, of players and, and things go good. The new guys, you know, really showed up in this ball game. People are going to look at this and say, well, oh, look, Dane Evans was in and they had a result. But it was so much more than that. And you talked about the new guys. Who do you want to start with? I mean, Stephen Dunbar Jr., they, they put him to work early and he made an impact early on too. Well, you and I had talked earlier about why Ackland was going into the slot position. And I thought at that time, uh, you know, it would give the more experienced guy the ability to play on the inside, which is more difficult. Yet he's closer to the quarterback, so that makes it easier for the quarterback. And then Dunbar comes in on the outside and starts making some big plays. So they must have had uh, within their mindset that the big guy on the outside is going to make the deep routes and, and make the deeper plays. And Ackland would be used more as an underneath type player. Hmm. A good performance uh, all around, but uh, you know the offensive line did give up six sacks, uh, but it seemed like. You know, for, for a group of, of people who hadn't played together in a real game, uh, I, I don't know. It, it seems like we have something to build on with that offensive line, uh, it looks like, for the first time this season. All right. You, you bring up a great point because during the season, whenever you put a new offensive tackle, usually an American, into, the, into a ball game, it's an experiment. You don't know how he's going to play. Now, if you continue to do that, replace tape with this guy, replace this guy with another guy, you're in that position all the time of experimenting at the tackle. You almost have to let things grow uh, into uh, a positional play. In, in other words, keep the guy on the field for the next ball game. Don't replace him and again go back to being an inexperienced inexperience that tackle. Especially with Van Zyl on the six-game injured list, it looks like Jordan Murray really has a chance to take that right tackle spot or right guard spot tackle, excuse me, and then make make something out of it because he he looked he looked good. He had one holding call, but he he looked good. He's a big body, and and like I said, there's something to build on there. Well, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna go one step further with you. I think Okafer goes back to right tackle, and Murray goes to the left tackle. You're looking for a better left tackle. Okafer can play on the right side decent. On the left side, he has a lot of trouble with the speed rush. And, and therefore, the guard, Revenberg, is always coming out to help him on that side. I really think you've got to find a, a good, solid left tackle. And Murray may be the guy. We don't know. But if you don't put him over there, 
you'll never know. Something to watch at practice this week for sure. Um, let's talk about defensively because, uh, you know, they didn't have Ja'Garrett Davis. They're still without Dylan Wynn. Um, but, you know, that defensive line, they, they put some pressure on. They contained Vernon Adams Jr. Uh, they held William Standback to just a, just a, you know, I think his longest run was nine yards. Lots of things to build on defensively after a game like that. That was the best defensive game of the year. You're only three games in, but it was the best defensive effort. Uh, of the year, and I thought it was a great coaching job of understanding what Stanback was doing in each of the positions in the backfield, whether he was in the pistol position or whether he was in the, the strong side or the weak side, what run was coming. And, and they were able to stuff those runs uh, on him. Now, that made Adams a one-dimensional quarterback, which is what you're trying to do, then they force him to play from the pocket, and you saw some of the throws that he made. You know, he just was not the same guy without the ability to get to the outside and extend plays. And I guess a, a part of that has got to go to just how well the secondary played. And you got Tunde Adelike back. Uh, you got Cario Brooks back. And, and that secondary with the pass knockdowns, I think they had about four or five pass knockdowns. Uh, uh, we know that Frankie Williams had the interception. Uh, as, again, a solid performance from the secondary. And uh, like you said, to your point, defensively all around, uh, a, a real – the best performance we've seen this season. Yeah, I, th I thought the secondary played exceptionally well. You got Corral Brooks uh, coming into the ball game. You got a delicate coming back at the free safety. Uh, they matched up well. Evans played exceptional, I thought, in the ball game. Had some knockdowns in that game, but had great cover. He he was on his guy all the time in, in the covers. Williams is an exceptional player. I think you've got to start looking at Williams and say, you know. Uh, we need him so desperately on the defensive uh, secondary. We've got to give him some breaks in the uh, special teams kick situations. Yeah, and we saw that. We saw Speedy back there take some kicks. We saw Ungerer back there. Is that something you'd be watching at practice this week to see who's who's taking back kicks this week? Yeah, and, and really the, the special teams made a big jump. Uh, Luke made a, an effort to talk about this when, when they were doing – uh, the football game that that uh, special teams normally during a, uh, a time off, you know, the, the bye week has the opportunity to make big leaps. And I thought they did that. I thought Reinbold's uh, group uh, on the cover, especially against a great return guy, did an exceptional job. So you got to look this week and see how are we going to uh, place the the special teams? Who's going to be the dominant downfield tackler uh, on the kicks, and, and who's going to be the return guy that you can count on giving Williams some breaks. And just one more before I let you go, Coach Sal. Uh, next week, a week today, Labor Day Classic, Tim Hortons Field, getting to play in front of your home crowd. Uh, obviously, a, a special time for, for these players and the coaching staff. And he, what's your, what, when you think of Labor Day, what do you, what do you think of? Well, Labor Day is – we've always talked about Labor Day as being the start of the season. That That's when things get going. Well, this is a, a little different this year because it's only the fourth game of the season. It's not the ninth game of the season. So it, it's especially important that you dominate Toronto at Labor Day at home because you're going to get a return to their place the very next week. And the, the worst thing that can happen on Labor Day is that you have a failure 
to dominate the team that you're playing, which is Toronto, and in which all of the fans know, you know, you can't lose to Toronto. <laughs> well said, and not even the next week. I think it's it's the same week, right? A Monday game and a Friday game. That's uh, it's going to be an interesting week of preparation. Uh, Coach Sal, uh, great to see you. Great to connect. Uh, looking forward to chatting with you much more throughout the season. Thanks, Louis. I, I always look forward to talking with you. That is Coach Sal. Always love catching up with him, and uh, my thanks to him for uh, stopping by. Of course, uh, stay tuned to the Ticats Audio Network because I believe very soon we're going to be launching a brand new podcast starring Coach Sal. Uh, so you're going to want to check that out. Just like you're going to want to check out all of our shows on the Ticats Audio Network. We got a, a jam packed lineup this week. Of course, the CFL this week uh, with Bubba O'Neill. New episode dropped today. Brody Lawson, Glenn Suter, and Steve Milton uh, stopping by on that one, so go check it out. Uh, tomorrow, the Coach O Show. Wednesday, Speaking with the Enemy. Thursday, Task and Twos. And uh, Friday, Tie Cats this week. And of course, every day this week, you can listen to Tie Cats today with myself right here, Louis B, on the Tie Cats audio network one more time big shout out to my dad happy birthday dad uh it's a big one it's a special one and uh, of course wouldn't be here without you uh in in many ways but uh, of course happy birthday to my old man uh jim thanks for uh thanks for being there for me appreciate it thank you for tuning in appreciate it as always and uh, make sure to join us tomorrow same place same time for the tight cats audio network i'm louis b hoping you have a great day